Hey, folks, this is Double J, Jeff Jarrett. That's right. That's J-E-double-F-J-A-double-R-E-double-T. That's Double J, Jeff Jarrett, the world's greatest singer, the world's greatest entertainer, and now the world's greatest podcaster. Ha <laughs> ha. Just kidding. Hey, tune in, or you're listening to, or if you haven't subscribed, go right now and subscribe. SLTD Roundtable, the podcast. You got to tune in. These guys are great. They're greater than great, but they ain't as great as Double J. Ain't we great? Hi guys, welcome to another SLTV Wrestling Roundtable podcast. I am of course Cybo. Um, this week we are doing another redo of a WWE list. So this is part one of our top 20 uh, WWE women of history. You know, what we've in the past we've done um, uh, the tag team one. So basically we've looked at WWE's list and we've been like, hmm, that's, uh, that's not right, is it? So we've decided to put our own list together and we're going to see if you agree or disagree. This is the first part, so we're going to do run down 20 to 11. Um, of course, we're here with the core members, uh, Callum and Adam, just going to throw it around the table to say hello. Callum, are you okay? Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, a nothing weekend, really, in my household. International break in football, so... The mighty Nottingham Forest don't have to suffer another loss, which is good for me. Um, and England got knocked out of the World Cup. I said a few weeks ago that England may have won the World Cup by the time you listen to this episode. Well, spoiler alert, they didn't. Um, yeah, looking forward to doing this quiz. Uh, this quiz. Uh, quiz on my mind with the theme quiz that we've recorded a few moments <laughs> ago. Um, this list was difficult for me. Um, the top three that I had in my own list were pretty comfortable, but then the rest was almost a bit of a mixed bag yeah i thought it would be hard because you you are the newest mm. of us all so but we'll see um adam you're okay yeah um as i've said previously and off podcast um this is a controversial one i think i think mm-hmm. this is less controversial than the tag team one i think there are certain names in here who I'm surprised that they've wangled their way into the list. And uh, I can't believe some of the decisions that you two have made. So, yeah. (laughs) Wow, sir. Um, Yeah, I'm fine. I am tired. I have a new puppy um, and three-year-old, which is a bad mix. But, um, yeah. But you made it. You made that decision. but I made the decision. (laughs) It was either a puppy or a a second child, and I made the wrong decision. Um, (laughs) So... (laughs) Because you would have at least had nine months. I was going to do this <laughs> Yeah, at least have nine months. Um, whew, yeah, so uh, that's me at the minute. But it's all good. We power on. We power through. Um, so basically, the, the idea is, I don't know if anybody of you have listened to our tag team one. If you haven't, by all means, go back and listen to it. The idea is, we have done a, a list um, of their top 50 women on their network. And we obviously haven't done 50 because that would take forever on podcast format. Um, so we have done our top 20. 
So I'm going to let Adam explain how we've done it because uh, he's got the list. Me and Callum have not seen the list, the finalised list. We've only seen our own list. Um, so we're finding out who everyone is, like what numbers they've been ranked when you are, which is half the fun. But I'll let um, Adam explain what what's the what and who the who and who's 20 and that. So go yeah, so um, we did it very similar to how we did the tag team one. So basically, I ranked my picks of the top 50 women um, from 1 to 20. So we kind of took out anyone past that. Ty did the same. Cam did the same. They sent them to me. We've accumulated them. So basically, for example, if someone was number five, they would get five points. And basically, they have been ranked off how many points they've got. Um, anyone outside of our top 20 was automatically just given 21 points. So they are the same and we're easily filtered out. So just to mention some honourable mentions. So some people who came up on maybe one of our lists, but not the other twos, and even some towards the end who came up on two people's lists um, and not somebody else's, just so that we're getting across everyone's lists. Um, so I put Jazz as my number 20, so she didn't make our overall list. Uh, Callum put Gail Kim as his 19. She's not on our overall list. I put Candice LeRae as 18. Carmella put uh, Ty, sorry, put Carmella as 17. Um, Callum put Molina as 17. Ty put Ivory as 16. Um, I put Bianca Bella and Ty put Bianca Bella as 19, and I put her as 17. Wasn't on Callum's list, so hasn't made our overall list. Sure. I'm surprised, actually, yeah, because it's, it's a recent name, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, another surprising one, if I'm honest, um, 20 on Callum's list, 15 on mine, but not on Ty's, Alexa Bliss. Because I thought you would have had Alexa Bliss on yours. Yeah. I, yeah. She got the Fiend for five, though. Well. Uh, to be honest with not right, mm-hmm. my thing, Alexa Bliss should have been on there, and she mm-hmm. just progressively got bumped down. Because I think she hasn't been in the title picture maybe for like a long time. So like she was there, and then every so often it was like, mm, no, that person, no. And then so yeah, she just kind of got lost in the mix. Yeah, but, yeah. I'm sad she's not on it actually. I thought you would. Well, this is it. I mean, I, I I'm quite sad the next person's not on it. She was. I mean, she was only number nineteen on my list. She was fifteen on Callum's and not on yours. No. Ember Moon. How, how could you list. tie? So, <laughs> like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll take that one. And the honorable mention, which I do not agree with whatsoever at all, she was 12 on my list and neither on yours. Molly Holly, how have you not put Molly Holly on your top 20 <laughs> women? Like, what is going on already? <laughs> Molly Holly's mint. I'm sure I have Molly she Holly on mine. Red at WrestleMania. I'm on. sure I have Molly Holly on mine. Nope. You put Natty twice. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was thinking Molly Holly and go Natty. Sorry, sorry. That is this is controversial already. This exactly There's some big names being dropped out there, hasn't he? I know, and wow. we're about to get into it now. So just to recap, the names that aren't on our list and kind of fell short: Molly Holly, Ember Moon, Alexa Bliss, Bianca Bella, Ivory Molina, Carmella, Candice LeRae, Gail Kim, and Jazz. So, wow, this is supposedly the top twenty women of all time according to us. Okay, we're going to kick off with number 20 and there is only one person who needs to say anything at this point because he was she was only on one person's list. She was number 11 on Ty's list. Michelle McCool, what are you doing, man? 
<laughs> Michelle McCool was boss. Like, no Molly Holly, but you've got Michelle McCool. Yeah, Michelle McCool was bot. Like she was sound. She was so good. Like really, you didn't none of you put more, like no. Michelle McCool in it. Really, why? It's not. It's not Just, the question of why I have. It's the question of why neither of you two have. Well, I think her gimmick was good, right? Yeah. And I think she played that character well. In ring skills, no. Really? Yeah. Wow. We watched Armageddon 2008, not so long yeah. ago. And she was the best thing in that, that like, thingy match. The, the Santa's little helper match. Yeah. She was the she was the most, like, wrestle-ready, apart from Mickey James, I suppose. But still, like, she was boss. No, I don't think that happened. says a lot, though. What? I don't think that says a lot about I, her. You know what? I just think, I think she's one of them people who she did really really well and she did she was I think she was better than the era she was in mm. first of all and I think the era she was in really downplayed the skills because she never got the chance to kind of do what she could do um, and I think she always got a bad rap because it was like she's with the Undertaker so she's getting whatever she wants do you know what I mean like I think if she was around now she'd be bo- she'd be so good like that's kind of half my list if they were around now Mm. like mm. would they thrive and I think it's hard like I was saying like we've got a group and this is probably going to come up a lot but I've said it's hard to say this person from 10 years ago is as good as this person now because they just looked at looked at the women differently do you know what I mean but yeah no Michelle McCool man come on no I'm already not happy we've only hit the first one well there we go so she was she wasn't our only twentieth position because she is joint twentieth with this may be a controversial one for me. Um she was number twenty on Ty's list, number twelve on Callum, she wasn't on mine, Natalia. Ty liked her so much she's got it twice. Oh yeah. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why why wasn't she on your list? She's been around forever. No, to be fair, the other so when we record this, I went to the SmackDown show on Wednesday in Manchester, and it was Natalia versus Shayna Baszler. And when Natty came out, I was like, you know what, shit, she's been around for ages, hasn't she? Like, yeah. if you, th- it was two thousand and ten, I think, or maybe two thousand nine, where the Hearts appeared on the main roster, and Natty was with them. Well, she, she was in the that... um, she was in the Santa's little helper match. Two thousand eight. Way before yeah. then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah way, yeah. way before. Yeah, so she's been around for ages. And to be fair to her, yeah, but something has just never clicked mm. with me. And I don't know what it is, but I think she's just... I can't deny that she's not a good wrestler, but mm. there's just something a bit plain. Yeah. yeah. There was a yeah. point when she was the best women's wrestler on the roster yeah. by a country mile. And now she isn't. Which is what it is, I guess. But I would imagine that when comes her time to hang up the boots, she's going to be sort of indispensable backstage. She's yeah, going to be, you yeah. know, like the one that everyone turns to. And, yeah. you know, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah, I think she's, she's going to be working in NXT without a mm. doubt. And she's going to, oh, she's going to be producing. Or she's going to be something where she's going to have a job for life, I would say. Yeah. In this 
up and down climate of WWE. I think she's pretty safe. Let's hope this little tiny clip doesn't age really badly and she's the next day. She's on the next round of releases. <laughs> no, I, can, I can imagine her and Tyson Kidd being, you know, yeah, that's what husband I mean, and yeah. wife producers on the road yeah, still together. You, know? yeah. Yeah. you would hope. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. Um, all right, then. Let's get into our number 18 because I think this one's a controversial one on Ty's part now. Um, oh. Not on Ty's list. Number 16 on Callum's, number 13 on mine, Io Shirai. Ooh. Io Shirai. She's mint, isn't she? Like, to be honest, right, I kind of, I slightly shied away from um, NXT people mm. a little bit, only because it's one of them situations where Io Shirai is boss, and I, I absolutely love Io. Like, I really do. But it's one of them things where it's like she hasn't necessarily done anything in WWE, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm. Like, and that's the thing, is that she's boss, she's amazing, she's so good, but then it's like when she or if she does come up, like, are they just going to like destroy everything that has been built? Which... They're going to, um, and yeah, I was just a bit like, I don't think she's done enough to be like on the list. She has, but she hasn't, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, that's where my head kind of went, because it's one of them where it's like, NXT is not, NXT is not real anymore. Do you know what I mean? So it's like... Mm. I think this is the thing, though, isn't it, with the list, is that WWE, when they put it together they took into account like title history and yeah, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And I think we do it more from a kind of who am I a fan of? Who do I like? Mm. And yeah. for me, it is in ring skill and it's in ring mm. kind of, you know, the people who sort of unquestionably are the best female wrestlers. Yeah. Well, and then go on. We, we were talking about this um, the other day because you were outraged by my picks when I sent yeah. I sent them to you yeah. and I got a list of expletives when I sent the list from uh, from Adam um, get in the bin so I was like, <laughs> I said you two are on your ass because I believe you are yeah, and we're not even there yet <laughs> um, so yeah and I said I when I do this I don't play favourites I I am very I'm, I'm very corporate with this I'm like who deserves it and I think there's people who deserve it over to be, they deserve to be on this list over EO, I think I would say. That's kind of okay. where my head went. Yeah. Because my my top one, my like top five aren't necessarily my top five favorite women. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I kind of get that when you sent it to me. I was very surprised yeah. at where you'd put certain people. Well, that's what I mean. So Terry yeah. Runnels isn't even on there. I love Terry Runnels. Oh, Terry Runnels. She even in the top 50. <laughs> I think she may have been in the top 50 of WWE. <laughs> but yeah. So there you go. I always, it's, it's a weird thing. I'll try and see if I can find a clip of it. Terry Runnels was on SMTV Live back in the day, right? With Ant and Deck. Yeah. And I remember watching it and they asked her a question about Perry Saturn. Or Ant did, right? And it was around the time where they'd split Terry and Perry. 
and Dex going as if he knows what he's talking about. Why did you ask her about Perry Saturn? Why did you ask her about why did you ask her? You've upset her now. You've upset her. It's like you don't know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> Perry Saturn's carrying a mop around. You don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Number this is I don't understand this one, and this is Ty's one, Callum. So he, again, I he needs to now. I'm not talking on he's this got thing. A lot of explanation yeah. to do. Here. We're putting Jesus. him in on we're putting him on trial here. Number 17 in our joint list, right? Isn't on mine, isn't on Callum's, is number seven on Ty's, Nikki Bella. Oh my God, how can Nikki Bella not be on your list? Weren't they down just as the Bella twins? They were down as the Bella twins, but he split them up. Yeah, but I'm going to put, like, let's not, let's be honest, there's a vast difference between Nikki and Brie. Brie vast. Yeah, Brie mode is, I'm going to fall over the ring ropes. Oh God. <clears throat> I I was Nikki Bella not on either of your lists. See, How? see the thing. The thing is, if they put them on the list separately, so if one was down as Nikki and the other one was down as Bray, I would have considered putting Nikki down. You know, on on yeah. part of my list, but because they were listed down as the Bella twins, I thought their career as a duo as a tag team wasn't as solid as just her singles career. Yeah. Nikki Bella was like the best thing for a long time when she was the longest reigning Divas champion. Like, she was so good. She was throwing out belter matches. Like, and then the four horsemen came up, the four horsewomen came up, and it's like forgotten about. Like, if anybody wants to go back and watch her as the final Divas champ, you'll be amazed. She's like so good. Like, and she's everything about her. She was like on point with her character. She was so good in the ring. Like, she doesn't get the credit she deserves because she's a Bella twin or she's been around for this long or that long. She totally changed how she wrestled and everything. Like, when she got with Cena, Cena proper helped her. Like, I will, I will die on this hill. You people are a disgrace. How dare you? I think, to be honest, I think it's becoming a bit of a clash of like, eras or generations mm. in that for me and I think this is going to be evident from who I put as number one there was a certain point as to like when I was in, into women's wrestling and then it fell away and then it came back again and then maybe Nikki Bella is just a victim of being in that period where I kind of fell away from my interest in women's wrestling um, but I'd, yeah again just something didn't click because to me the Bellas were always the valets and then all of a sudden they started wrestling and I was like, yeah. that doesn't mean that you're good. So she had the Divas title for like a year. Yeah, that just all that means is somebody in the back made a decision to give it to her for a year. That doesn't mean that she's actually mm-hmm. like deserving of it. She was the best of a bad bunch. Wait, possibly. also, also, this isn't real. <laughs> Someone makes a decision. <laughs> Father Christmas. <laughs> I, I I will one hundred percent die on this hill. You will like, die on this hill. She yeah. was amazing. Me and Callum have turned around and we're at the bottom of the patch now. We're not even near the hill. Like I, you're um, just shouting from the hill. I need at least one person who who is listening to this to tweet these two and tell them how good Nikki Bella was when she was champ. Like, well, it's interesting you've said that about tweeting because you've reminded me of something. We're going to get to it in part two, but we need the SLTD wrestling universe family, whatever it is you want to call it, to break in a very important tie in part two. Oh, ho, 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 
break me. Like, yeah, break you in half. <laughs> on the hill. <laughs> on the hill. Yeah, on the hill. I am I'm disgusted with the pair of you. All right. Just so you know that you don't you don't feel that Nikki Bella deserves to be on this list. No. Nah. Disgusted. Um Let's it's taken on. us it's taken us five picks, but we're actually at one who we, we kind of agree with. All right. Um so our number sixteen. Um, WWE's number 14, my 16, Callum's 18, Ty's 15, Victoria. She's men, isn't she? I'll let you yeah. talk as well. I've done like Victoria. Because so. I actually, I'm interested, Callum, because surely you've not seen or you wouldn't have seen a lot of Victoria from like maybe the time period that I go back to and Ty goes yeah. back to. When she had like tattoo as a entrance mm. theme, and you know she was a bit crazy, and she was walking around with Stephen Richards before mm. Stephen Richards oh, started yeah, wearing a dress. That, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, See, what's yeah. what's your kind of like when you think of Victoria? What's the first thing that you go back to? See, I think she, she was in or around the the SmackDown roster in around 07 when I started to watch, um, but obviously around that sort of time there wasn't a great deal of women's wrestling going on. So I, I knew of Victoria without ever really watching a great deal of her matches. I mean, obviously I knew that her finish was the Widow's Peak. Mm-hmm. Um, and really it was only until like the start of this year um, in 2021 where I was watching the Rumble and like my internet connection for some reason crashed. And I thought, I'll, I'll just I'll just reload the network and, you know, just start from where I am basically with this the women's rumble match which was happening at the time and i put the the rumble back on and i think who's that in the ring she wasn't there when when i last when i stopped watching and i like rewind it i thought oh that's victoria and i thought that's really cool because she was supposed to well her video or theme music was played at the rumble 2020 and it was just some sort of error um and just to see her in the ring you know probably well over a decade after she was on top in, in WWE, being in the ring with some of like the current generation made you think that, you know, she would actually, she's another one that would be easy to fit in this generation of talent. And I think we're going to go on to that even more as we carry on with this list to where there are so many names that from 15, 10, 15, 20 years ago, that if they were treated in the same light that, you know, a Becky, a Sasha, a Charlotte or a Bailey have been treated, they would e- they would be an equal to all of those current generation wrestlers. I think Victoria is one of them. Yeah, I think Victoria. And she always comes to mind to me for um, roundabout. It was Survivor Series or two. Um, she had a hardcore match with Trish Stratus for the women's title, and it was the point where I felt like the women's title was taking a bit of a turn, and that they were kind of again maybe putting it on par with the men. And then that was really when my interest was peaked around about that time. Because if you think about it before that point, you know, you've got your your Harvey Whippleman as champion, you've got your buddy Moolah as champion and things like that. But then around about this point, you know, Jazz came up as well. It was, you know, there were some really good matches around at that time. Um, okay. Next one, I think I think it's me to sort of justify as to why it's on here. Um, because she isn't on either of your lists. Um, she's my number six. Bloody hell. Jana Baszler. Ooh. Like, come on. What, what's yeah. the face for? Jana she Baszler. She's never really done it for me. Oh. Um, 
she, she was good she had in an NXT, absolute tear in NXT. She was good in that. NXT, but on the main roster, she's just been flipping and flopping. Like when when she's dominant, it's good, but when she loses by like a, a simple roll up every like big title match, that does get infuriating. It, it's more it's more to do with the yeah. booking of Shayna Baszler rather than Shayna Baszler herself that I don't understand. Um, yes, because because. Her on NXT, brilliant run. Her on the main roster, she's just your, your every your everyday superstar that you can't pair up with anyone else or like match her with anyone on the roster to. To where like she just feels like a completely different wrestler. I think everything you've just said, I, I I do agree with because going back to the show that I went to on Wednesday. Um, I mean, I was a bit disappointed that the match started with Shayna attacking Natty on the um, the ramp, so I didn't get to wear Shayna's theme because I think it's an absolute banger. Um, and it was the first time I'd seen Shayna wrestle. Mm. Um, she dominated the match pretty much, but she lost to Natty with her up. Um, so the, the the booking continues on to the tours. But the very fact that she was there tells me that they think that she's a solid hand and they know that they mm. can rely on her and stuff like that. But I think she is in need of a main roster women's title run. Um, yeah. That should have come last year at WrestleMania. She should have beat Becky. Um, and I think... Becky it, it, wanted to beat... Wanted her to beat her, yeah. She? Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think knowing what Becky's situation was at the time and what would come in the following months, Shayna had to beat Becky. Mm. It would have made more sense, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, but the 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 running NXT like again, this might sound narrow minded. I've never really since the person who is my number one have considered a female wrestler to be one of my favorite wrestlers, and then there were two that came along in NXT. The one that we're talking about right now, and the one that we're about to talk about in a second, that to me were like. I, I like do not mess with these women. They're just as good as the men. They'll kick your ass too. And I was just like, yeah, as soon as they did. I mean, I think the unfortunate thing is that Baszler was overshadowed by Ronda Rousey's main roster run. I was just about to say that. I think that's and I, the, uh... I think as well, with the, they were trying to sort of make the four horse women happen, but Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafia just weren't at that level either. So it was a bit of a weird sort of hierarchy that happened, hmm. and Bezos just got caught in the in the muddle. I think. Hmm. I think that's um, it. Yeah, it's on. one of them where I think I think she should be like she should be a multiple time women's champ. If I'm honest with you, um, and it's just for whatever reason she's just been like not held down, but every time it comes close, it's like, and even now where she's like breaking arms and stuff like that, um, like a few weeks ago. Nothing's really came of that, really. Like, except I mean, the two people that she broke arms off have been released. Well, yeah, she's kind of, she's doing a thing, and she she is doing it. And it's not, it's not bad. It's just they never seem to follow through with her, which is a shame, to be honest. Yeah. So, but yeah. <clears throat> uh, so she's at number fifteen. At number fourteen, the other NXT, uh, mainly NXT female that we that I mentioned, um, wasn't on Callum's list. 18 on ties, 8 on mine, Rhea Ripley. Yes, I am sure. And I, admittedly, 
again, it's another it's another recent one, another modern one that I'm surprised isn't on Callum's list. Um, yeah. We've mentioned this on this podcast before. She's so young, isn't she? She's yeah. only just like getting started. Um, and I think if we were to do this list in, or WWE were to do this list in 10 years' time, she'd be way up the top, probably. Um, but I think I think the good thing about where she is now in this tag team with Nikki Ash is that she's showing me the AJ Styles thing in that she will go where they need her to go mm. and she'll be good in every single role. She can, if she wants to, come out of this comedic tag team and go on an absolute heel tour of yeah. being undefeated and stuff. Um, she can be a baby face that everyone cheers to, which is what happened kind of with a Charlotte program and stuff. Um, and I think her in-ring work's just great and it's getting better and better and better. And she's got a character that I like. Mm. Why wasn't she on your list, Colin? See, I think I, I rank Baszler and Ripley in a similar bracket to where both their NXT runs were solid. But once they, they came up to the main roster, they fell they fell foul to that main roster booking. So obviously Rhea faced Charlotte at the, the, the pandemic WrestleMania um, and lost. And he thought, no, this is someone that could be a future star of the company. And she's losing on like her first biggest match on this roster. Yeah. So she lost that and then she went away. And those nine months where she went away from like WrestleMania 36 back to when she came back to win the Rumble, sorry, uh, to come second in the Rumble to be anchor, were really weird to where it was like thinking, well, she's just had a big match at WrestleMania. Now you're sending her back to NXT. Like she'd already been somewhat established by facing Charlotte at least. But then you're like saying, oh, because she lost, she's not actually staying on Raw or SmackDown. She's going back to this brand. And that whole eight, nine month period was was weird because it, it felt basically like a transition period to where, well, she wasn't going to get back into the main title picture on NXT, but she was still going to stay on NXT. And then you brought her up for the Rumble last uh, the start of this year. She had a great showing. And then I'm desperately trying to remember what did she beat Charlotte at WrestleMania 37 or did she lose to Charlotte again? This uh, year. This year. She beat Asuka for the Raw Women's title. Oh, that shows how much I remember things. <laughs> but then she lost to Charlotte later down the line, yes. when probably she should have beaten Charlotte. You know, so it feels like, the, again, the booking of Rhea on the main roster is just too, too stop-start to where I couldn't put her on par with other people that I've put on this list that perhaps haven't wrestled in the generation I've watched, mm. but have done more in their time in WWE. Mm. I mean, you can't really argue it because you're right with what you're saying about it. The the booking has hurt Rhea more than anything else. And I think mm. that's the case with a lot of people, a lot of women especially. So um, I'm still shocked she's not somewhere on the list, but I see what you're saying. Mm. So, um, but yeah. Like God's just entered my room. I've got a massive like, <laughs> what was that about? Um, yeah. Anyway. Carlito's assistant, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. <clears throat> Next one. Uh, overall, thirteenth. Um, this is another one for Ty to have to kind of defend a little bit oh, because she wasn't on Ty's list. All right. But she was fourteen on Callum's and ten on mine. Ask her. Yeah. 
I'm very surprised that you've got Rhea Ripley on yours and Bianca, but no Asuka. Do you know what? I'm going to be completely honest with you. I totally forgot about Asuka. <laughs> like, that's the God's honest truth. She just completely went out of my head when I was making this list. Like, I didn't have her on a previous list. And, yeah, she should have been on the list. I apologise. I just haven't seen her for ages. Like, yeah. It's gone out of my head, but yeah, I'm not even going to defend it the way I'd be like, well, you know. Don't like her fucking, but. Yeah, she'll be. And yeah, she just didn't even end. Even you've just said it, and I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. No, no, there was no malice. There was no like, she should be better. She should be this, blah, blah, blah. It was just, yeah, I, uh, I just forgot about it. Awkward. I think she's the one that's been done the best by the main <clears throat> roster switch, but not yeah. perfectly. I think Aero or Bianca are probably like yeah. the best. I think I, I might be speaking for Calmer as well when I say this. I think she's probably on here for the strength of her NXT run. Yes. Mm. I, I felt looking at like the WWE list where she was fifth, I almost felt mm. that was one of the almost the biggest um not not necessarily injustice because you know being fifth is great for for Asuka, but looking at who was like behind her in fifth, you felt well could they have gone above her? Um, because you know it's it, to me it's similar in a way to Shayna and, and Rhea, um, where Asuka's NXT run was far greater than anything that she's done on the main roster. And like yes, she's been champion on the main roster, but she's never been treated as the same Asuka that she was in NXT. Um, but I had to have her because of that NXT run standing out the most because she followed she followed probably the greatest generation of women's wrestlers on NXT, and that was going to be a difficult one to follow up. But she she kind of took the reins from the four horsewoman and carried on for like the next year and a half and being the dominant champion. And yeah, that's why I had to put her on somewhere on my list. Yeah. Yeah, I just think, again, you know, just even the stuff that she's done on the main roster, she's had lengthy title reigns, you know, things like that. I think for whatever reason, I don't know if she's injured at the minute. I don't know if there's a kind of medical issue or anything like that that's going on, but... Just the injury that she's she, just not about. Yeah, she needs so she needs something, I think, to kind of mm. bring her back up again. Um, she's seemingly done really nothing since since I've been reminded of what she did at WrestleMania. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think uh, I don't. I can't remember if they if they had like a little bit of a mini feud or something like that. But yeah. Anyway. Um. Okay. So we're going to talk about the last two now because they are our joint number eleven. Um. Mm. And it's quite interesting the way that this has happened because if I'm honest, neither of them are on my list. Um. But one is thirteenth and ninth on ties, and one is thirteenth and ninth on Callum's. Um, so we'll do we'll do Paige first, who was ninth on ties and thirteenth on Callum's, not on mine. Um, Paige not on your list. No, and if I'm honest, I've got a bit of a soft spot for Paige because I think if anything, she reminds me a little bit of my sister, um, and just the way that she looks and stuff. Um, and I think that was that was always a kind of like you've then got an affinity towards her because she's, you know, she she looks like your sister. Um, like the but, Kai and me. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Um, 
but I think I don't know, like I can't when I think of Paige, no individual match apart from the very quick one against AGLE where she won the title on a debut. Do I go, oh that's a good match? There's no kind yeah, there's no kind of individual match of pages that I go, yeah. I think mm. Paige is one of them people again who's like she's sort of she's better than her era. And mm. I think where she was and when she was doing a thing, she was like Aaron and AJ were like slowly shifting what people thought about women's wrestling. Mm. And to the point where it was like, oh, these are actually quite good and these can actually wrestle. And then both of them kind of went away before, really before the the women's revolution, if you like, really like properly kickstarted, I would say. Mm. She's like, she was about for a bit, but it's just, it's different now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. the way the title is presented, the way it's, the women are presented. And I think she was on the edge of that. Same with AJ. She we were both on the edge of that now because they're both not there. It's like, you know, there's been better matches since and um, the representation of the women, like the women's division is completely different from when Paige had it, when Paige was there, do you know what I mean? So it's, I think it's a shame that she's not around because, again, I think she could show more of what she's about with an opponent who is on power rather than, being head and shoulders above everybody else and having to kind of work with somebody who isn't who isn't necessarily there to wrestle, they're just there to be there. Do you know what mm, I mean? Yeah. So I think again it's one of them situations. But yeah, I love Paige. Like absolutely love her. Um yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think, I think when you think of how Really, it was how short her main roster run was. Like she debuted after, uh, was it WrestleMania uh, twenty nine or thirty? Thirty. Thirty. And she was really only on that main roster for just over two years, because you know post post you know WrestleMania thirty two it was more about you know Becky Charlotte Sasha and then Bailey later on in the year, and that first year of pages like. I guess elevation and prominence onto that main roster. She was facing obviously AJ, but then she was facing other talent that was still very much in that era of divas wrestling shaping into women's wrestling. So, mm-hmm. like, it was, she was unfortunate in a way that she was almost a year too early when she debuted. And then, like, the injury that she, that she sustained stopped her doing anything with like, the current crop of talent. Like, I remember her returning, I think it was either 2017 or 18, and then she got injured within, like, a few weeks of her returning, and then that stopped any progression that she could have had. And I think mm. it just... She's almost the, the female equivalent to, to Daniel Bryan, to where she just got that momentum and just begun to get that push, and you notice that something was changing within WWE because of what she was doing. Yeah. And then the injury halted anything that she could have done. So I don't know whether she could be like a Daniel Bryan or Edge, where in you know three or four years she might be clear to wrestle again. Well, she's um, teasing over saying, isn't she? Well, yeah, and you know, hopefully for 
for her sake, she can because, for, you know, fortunately she's got age on her side where she is still young enough to be able to come back and compete at, at a level that she can com- that she can compete at. But then when you think of the injury that she's she's sustained, it's kind of, it's a shame that we never really got to see her against this generation of talent because yeah, out of everyone on the list that we've said, she's one of them that came so close to actually making it, to being able to face everyone that, you know, we're probably going to have higher up on this list. Yeah. And because of the injury, she just cruelly fell short of reaching where she should be at. Mm. Definitely. So our final outside the top 10, um, also joint 11th, is Ronda Rousey. Um, I didn't put Ronda on the list because... Why? It's a time capsule, isn't it? It's that one-year run that she had, and and that's it. Yeah, but it was it was blind, then, wasn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, it was. But had Brock Lesnar not returned to WWE, Brock Lesnar wouldn't be in my top twenty male wrestlers based on his run from two thousand two to two thousand four. So then, that's mm. why Ronda Rousey then wouldn't, wouldn't be he? in my list now. No. Yeah. Wow. Shocking that. So. I think that's my justification for it. Like, I like Ronda, don't get me wrong, but I think if we're talking top 20 women of all time, yeah, I've probably put, like, Rhea Ripley high, I've probably put Shayna Baszler high, but Ronda wouldn't make it just off the fact of what she did Ron- in a year. Well, Ronda Rousey was the person who, I would say, legitimised the title more than anybody else. Yeah. Okay. So she... They did the women's revolution and did all this and made it something, and then brought Ronda in to be like, "No, we're serious about this. Like, mm. this is a real thing." Yeah, and she did that, and that's what, yeah, like that's the way. That's what her run was about. So I'm not saying it was like on fire every single week. It was amazing. She had fantastic matches and all stuff like that. She did have physical matches. But I think it was more about <clears throat> legitimising that title to make it mean something. And that's what she did. And she did it very well. And yeah. she held it for a year and then made, when she dropped it, made it even more of a big deal for Becky, I think. Yeah. Know what I mean? What do you think? Do you think they were only the main event of WrestleMania because it was Ronda? Yeah, that was a doubt. And I think, I think that that's a good thing. That's like that's not yeah. enough on anybody else. That's mm. she brought the star power to not necessarily the casual fan, but the fan of the name. You don't need to be a UFC fan to know Ronda Rousey. Do you know what I mean? She transcended yeah, she, that. She idea. got them in a position that has stayed to be yeah. fair then, because. Yeah. Sasha and Bianca wouldn't have done it this year no. without that happening before. Because yeah. then, uh, what I would say as well is, I think ultimately Ronda then was the catalyst that brought upon the man and Becky Lynch Definitely. having that gimmick. Yeah, Definitely. yeah. I think that coupled with obviously the the image of Becky having a face broke. Mm. All mm. these things fell into place for her. And I think, I don't think, I don't think Becky would be in the position she's in. And I don't think the women's division 
would be in the position it's in if it wasn't for Ronda Rousey. That's how, yeah. that's what I would say. I mean, I, I completely agree with you, Ty, because obviously we've put her down in the same, same position. Yeah. As you said, she legitimised that that division. She wasn't someone that came in for a year and worked, I don't know, four or five times a year. She was pretty much, I mean, definitely at least like post-Mania, definitely when she won the title at SummerSlam, she was around almost every other week. You know, yeah. and she'd be depending on on you know on episodes of Raw and episodes and pay per views, and as you said, she kind of she brought the division up with her. So anyone that she had a match with, she pretty much for the, at least that moment she brought them up to her level. And like yeah. the whole Becky stuff wouldn't have worked without Ronda. If it was Becky versus you know Charlotte, Becky versus Natty, Becky versus anyone on that woman's roster. Yes, Becky would have got over because it's it's Becky. She got the man gimmick over mainly herself. But what brought new eyes to the product was seeing this woman, Ronda Rousey, toe-to-toe in the ring with this, this woman from Ireland, basically, mm-hmm. and thinking, oh, this is cool. Yeah, this feels real. This feels right. And it made both... It made... I mean, Ronda's already a star outside of WWE, but she made new stars within it when she was there. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. I would say I don't think they would have main evented without her. Plus, did, did Ronda have a match with with Ruby Wright like at a fast lane in 2019? Yes, and that was a, a banger of a match. Because, That's why I love Ruby Riot. Yeah, so because much, you know. let's face it, for, throughout Ruby's time in WWE, she was never given the treatment that she deserved. But then that match at fast lane was like. Ronda saying, oh, yeah, you, you get your stuff you get your stuff on me. Yeah. And we have a 10, 15-minute match. That was that you knew that Ronda was going to win, but Ruby looked good in defeat. Yeah. I, think she did, I think Ronda Rousey was quite good at that. Like, mm. quite good at getting people over, even though she was still the champ. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm shocked. Shocked that she wasn't on yours. I don't know, I'll be honest. To be honest, I think now that we've spoken about it, I would probably put her on there, but I think she'd be higher up. I don't think she'd be... Again, maybe I've put Rhea... But again, it's it's your list and it's my yeah, list, so it's yeah, like... List. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the, the thing, fun yeah. of the game, isn't it? It's yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's on the list that we've got to talk about there. And it's one yeah. of them situations where it's sort of... Although she wasn't on your list, it's nice to be like, yeah, she probably should have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the thing in it. Like, I can totally see why she's on yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good. I think Ronda is a good ending to part one. Like, and yeah, to talk about it the way we have to is a good ending to lead into our actual top ten. I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm quite, quite, look quite excited about where this is going to go because there's been some big names being dropped already. Like yeah, so the the top ten is going to be very interesting. I need somebody that at least me and Callum know isn't on Adam's list, who will may shock some people. So that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. I'll, what I'll do is run down this ten that we've done. Yeah, go on, and then we'll uh, we'll wrap it up. Yeah. Um, so joint twentieth, Michelle McCool and Natalia. 18th, Io Shirai. 17, Nikki Bella. Eight. 16, Victoria. Uh, 15, Shayna Baszler. 14, Rhea Ripley. 13, Asuka. 
And then joint 11th, Paige and Ronda Rousey. Nice. There you go. Nice. That's a good, that's a good, like, 20 to mm. 11 now. Mm. It's a solid and, I mean, I'll tell you what, our top 10, I think if you were to do it blind, if you were to go right down now your top 10 women female yeah. wrestlers, I think that would be the 10 that you would write down. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Looking forward that to anybody that. would write down, I think. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm there. Do you want me to wrap this one up? Yeah, go on. And then we'll, uh, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, so that was our top uh, top 20 to 11. I forgot the numbers we were doing. Um, of our uh, top 20 women of WWE. Um, I hope you enjoyed listening to it. By all means, if you did and you don't agree or you do agree or you want Nikki Bella higher, by all means, um, tweet us or tweet these tweet two clowns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We don't talk about Nikki Bella all day long. Um, yeah, it was a fun episode, I think. I, I quite enjoyed um, working out what everybody else was doing and saying and stuff. Uh, I'm just going to throw up round table as always so you can get a feel for um, where you can talk to these, talk, talk to these, talk to us. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Adam, where can we catch you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Adam Farrand. Um, yeah, by all means, send us a tweet. Let us know what you thought. Um, did you agree with me putting Shayna Baszler at number six uh, or not? Six is high. Six is six really is high. high. Six, six is, is high. high. Um, Callum, where can we get you? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Callum Owen 98. You can tweet abuse at me if you want to for me not putting <laughs> Shayna Baszler or Rhea Ripley on on anywhere in my top 20. Um, or you can show me some love for, you know, putting Paige and Ronda Rousey on the list. There you go. That's it. Um, as always, um, I am the Tybo Ledson on Twitter. Um, tweet me, say hi, say I'm an idiot, whatever. So good. Um, and of course, uh, at SLTD Wrestling, wherever you follow, like, subscribe, we're there. Um, just throw it in the search bar. Um, if you enjoyed the episode, by all means, like and subscribe. Uh, tell your friends do what you do <clears throat> we um, we love a bit of word of mouth um, and yeah you stay safe stay entertained and make sure you watch the wrestling that you want to watch don't watch the wrestling that people say you should watch and we'll catch you for part two next week bye bye